Be quiet, my mom. Podcast about coin. Get your ish together. Welcome to Get Your Ish Together podcast for believers, where we learn how to shift our mindset so we can do it all and be all that we were created to be, boo. I'm your dopest hostess with the mostest, Delisa New Williams here. Come follow me each week on this journey of ish, inner self-healing, that is, where freedom awaits, purpose is calling your name, and destiny lies ahead. It's time to be free, y'all. Are you ready? Because the future you is waiting. Hey, 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 believers. You are listening to a bonus episode of Get Your Ish Together podcast for believers. Yes, you get a bonus. You get a bonus. You get a bonus. And you over there, you get a bonus too. (laughs) I'm your girl, your host, Delisa New Williams here, and I wanted to do this bonus episode because, of course, you know, season one is done, and we're working right now to bring before you season two, so yes, please be on the lookout for that, but I wanted to pop in and give you this bonus episode that I'm going to title, I think, Testimony Talk. I'm going to tell you, let me say this, okay? Your girl loves testimonies, okay? I'm a fan of my testimony, other people's testimonies. Like, I just think testimonies are dope. It just gets you so inspired in the world. Real talk, like the Bible is just a whole book of testimonies. And I live my life according to, you know, Revelations 12, where it says, We are set free by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And so many times the enemy tries to shut our testimony down and tell us that it's not important. You know, no one cares. And that's not true. That is a straight up lie. Okay. From the whole pit of hell, y'all. Let's let's just keep it 100 on this show. Okay. Now, I know you're looking at this title and you like, okay, girl. That's my that's my uh my South Side Chicago. <laughs> my South Side Chicago smack. It's funny because a lot of people can't do that, but I do it very well. That's when you know we about to get down to the nitty-gritty. Cause I know you're looking at this title saying, What? What is she talking about today? That's why it's a bonus because I really didn't have, you know, any tips or applications. It, it really wasn't about a teaching. It was just straight up giving you a dose of Delisa. And um, I love that you get to kind of get a little personal with me. You know, even in my episodes, I share, you know, part of my testimonies. But this this episode right here is just a straight up me and you talking. OK, so come on. You you in my living room. We sitting up here talking, drinking our coffee because I'm recording this in the morning time. So, you know, you just you just getting to know your girl, your girl for real. And the title is a bit. Huh, I don't it's catchy. I like those catchy titles. <laughs> and the title came about one day in service. And um, I'm like I said, I'm going to be real candid with you. You know, it ain't going to be no notes, no tips, no tools, just straight up my story in hopes to give God the whole glory in this. Now, currently, my family and I, we attend an amazing multicultural, multi-ethnic church, but it was not always like that for years. Okay, Um, I predominantly, you know, 
was a member of a black church. Now, if you all don't know, and maybe, you know, your your screen, your computer screen may not show my melanin thoroughly, but I is a black girl, okay? <laughs> and the church that we attended was a predominantly black church with a black pastor. Nothing wrong with it at all. And my husband as well. We went to this church for several years of my life. We were a part of ministry. We were part of children's ministry. My kids, you know, were a part of the children's ministry. Actually, my first conversation, and this this is really getting personal. Um, when I met my husband, in our very first conversation, we talked about church because my church, you know, had just purchased his church building. So therefore, he didn't have a church home. And so therefore, the magic begins. You know, I'm sprinkle a magic. <laughs> I'm gonna sprinkle a magic on this podcast. We go to the same church in the same ministry. You know, we have a wonderful church family. And I still talk, you know, to people from our previous church today. They've watched my kids grow up. I was pregnant there, you know, with my middle daughter. And they're just family. Now, for some time, my husband and I, we were just going to church, but not really growing. Let me repeat that. For years, maybe two or three years, we were going but we weren't really growing to the capacity that God wanted us to grow. And this had nothing to do with the pastor. Nothing, let me repeat, nothing to do with the pastor, nothing to do with the word, nothing to do with nothing. The ministry, it strictly had everything to do with God, period, with a T. Just because you decide to go to another church does not mean your former church was, was booty or it sucked. No, it just means that God is calling you to another location, to another level in him. Now, let me rewind for a minute because I want to give you the backstory on what made us attend our new church that we go to now. We'll put everything into perspective for us um, and it confirmed us seeking out a multicultural, multi-ethnic church to worship was Dr. Martin Luther King. Yes. And and I'm, I wasn't going to wait till Dr. Martin Luther King day <laughs> to put this message out. I need you to get it together before Dr. Martin Luther King day. Okay. I will never forget. It was last year around, um, it was January 15, 2018. And we took our kids to the Chicago History Museum to honor Dr. King that day. You know, instead of us just, you know, chilling at home because the kids are out we was like, no, we're going to actually do something today. And so we wanted to teach our kids about history. And as we were touring the exhibit, my eldest son, he was astonished by something that he saw. There was a picture of the police hosing down the Black people that were protesting and marching. But there were white youth there being hosed as well. He was so shocked. He turned to me and said, Mama. They was hosing white people too. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, we had a few white people that saw and understood the injustice that was being done to us. And he was standing there like truly shocked. He was just like floored. Like, I can't believe this. And that got me and my husband to thinking. But then what really drove it home was when we heard the actual reenactment. Uh, it was a speaker there and he was doing the speech by Dr. Martin Luther King. And he did an excellent job. Now, afterwards, he had a Q&A. And the question was, 
how is Dr. Martin Luther King's message, um, his dream, alive in your life today? Because Dr. King's message was about love, how are you being an example of Dr. King's message today? And my husband stood up and gave our reasoning for how, you know, we choose to keep Dr. King's message alive today by educating them, you know, bringing them out to events like that so that they won't be ignorant to our history and facts, you know, which help shape who they are as well, you know, as where they're going in the future. And you had many nationalities being represented in that room, each sharing their testimony, each sharing their story for how Dr. King's message had affected them in their lives today. But there was this one father who stood up and he brought his whole family. I can't remember. I think they were from like Texas or something. And he was sharing with us how he decided to uproot his family from his previous church home and join a multiracial church. Now, his reason being was that he wanted his children to see diversity, to be a part of a diverse community, and that included church. When he said that, it was like an awakening moment, like that aha moment happened. And that's it. God is love. Dr. King's message was about love. And what better way to show God's love to children in an early age than to see them going to church with other nationalities and seeing white people, black people, green people, brown people, everybody, yellow, blue, whatever, worshiping the same God, loving on the same Jesus, praying together, helping each other, serving each other together. Come on, like that really, it just smacked us in the face. Like, wow, that makes so much sense. And that very next week, we visited our church. We visited CLC Christian Life Center in Hammond, Indiana. Now, I, this is no promo, no plug or whatever. But um, if you are, you know, in the neighboring area or whatever, you know, that's that's the church that we attend. And yes, we live in Chicago on the south side and that. But from the first day we walked inside, my husband knew that this was where he wanted his family to grow and soar at. You understand what I'm saying? Not just grow, but soar. Now, I will admit, and I'm going to be transparent, I'm, I will admit that the praise and worship, it was a tad bit different at first. And it took some getting used to. When you used to another church, and I'm only saying this because I want to help you in this transition. I don't want you to dismiss what God is doing for you and through you in your life because something is quote unquote different. You get what I'm saying? A lot of times we miss out on what God is taking us or, you know, where he's taking us or what he's doing in our life because it's not familiar. It's a little bit uncomfortable. Now the praise and worship is good. Don't get me wrong, but it's not where we was from. Okay. And, but if you love worshiping God, Baby, you could be two rocks together, okay? I'm clapping my hands. Okay, and you could praise the Lord wherever. Okay. Now, I'm I'm just being honest with you. You you can't get stuck on music and music and sounds and who sound better. You can't get stuck on that. You got to get focused on what God is doing in you and through you where you're at. Now, I had no idea how God was shifting us so. I really didn't. I thought it was, you know, just about me, you know, my immediate family. But the spiritual maturity that took place in my husband as well as myself, 
my teenager has dedicated her life to Christ and even did a fundraiser to help send Bibles to countries that won't allow them to do so because of their government. My son, my youngest son, aunt and uncle, and my almost 75-year-old grandmother got baptized this past summer at the beach. My two girls were dedicated and I couldn't have chosen a better time and place for this to happen. No shade to any other church, you know, that we've been a part of, but because of our obedience to go, God has blessed us so to grow. And honestly, this isn't even about, you know, promoting my home church. Like I said, this is about promoting the church. Okay. The holy church. Okay. The only church where all God's people come together on one accord and worship Jesus, where we praise Jesus and where we love Jesus. Yes, I know that the scripture says, you know, Jesus had hair like wool and his feet looked like burnished bronze, which, you know, many will argue that Jesus is black. Yet for centuries, he's been painted in portraits and painted as a white man. Yes, I'm about to get real on this podcast. I get it. It can seem misleading to the carnal mind, but they don't call me the transformational coach for nothing, honey. And right here, right now, it is time for you to shift your mindset and be transformed and praise God that Jesus is black, that he white, that he Chinese, Mexican, Australia, Belizean. Just praise him because he is, he is the great I am, period. Because black people, white people, brown and yellow people are all God's creation. And no matter what color or ethnicity Jesus is, the end result is that he died for all humanity. He died for us all so that we can live, period. And newsflash, there's not going to be just black people in heaven, y'all, okay? Or just white people in heaven, but all God's children will be represented in heaven. That means every race, creed, color, and nationality will serve and worship the Lord together, <laughs> okay? The gospel goes beyond color, boo. The gospel of Jesus Christ goes beyond race too. And it shouldn't be about the color of your church, but rather your church has power, has the Holy Ghost power dwelling within. When if you walk through the doors, you feel like Jesus is welcomed and will be pleased, then that's it right there, okay? So I say that if you're struggling with joining a quote-unquote different church, a church that has people in it that don't necessarily look like you, overcome your fear and just go. Just visit. Ain't nobody say you had to give blood and DNA and they looking for your organ, you know, looking to see if you're an organ donor. Just go and visit. Don't be scared. Be open. Pray. Allow God to take the scales off of your eyes and pull down those layers of tradition and religion that, that, that's been in your bloodline that's all around you. Don't let what mama and grandma and daddy and all them, whatever they did, dictate to where you know God is taking you and your family. Our God is global, honey, and therefore our church should be too. Now, this is only if you're struggling in your spirit, okay? Every church is needed and plays their part in the body of Christ. 
I don't care if you go to Baptist, Pentecostal, Kojic, Catholic, whatever, 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 okay? Just as long as the love of Christ is there and the Holy Ghost power is there to bring souls to Christ. That's the main goal, right? If wearing white gloves and deacon boards is your thing and the presence of God is there, so be it. If saying 12 Hail Marys is where you feel like your faith is at and the presence of God is there, so be it. See, notice that I keep saying, and God is there because that's important. I never joined my church because my pastor is white, even though he is the dopest, blackest white pastor <laughs> you'll ever meet. It was about whether the presence of God was there. And like I said, this isn't a message to bash any church. It's just time to shift our focus and know it's not about a black church, brown church, or white church. But baby, the right church. I am your girl, Delisa New Williams. I pray that this message just resonates in your soul. I pray that if it's not for you, share it with someone who, you know, might be battling with some things right now. I need you to get what you what, what God got for you, wherever it may be. If you gotta travel, stay last, if you gotta go to another country, if you gotta learn another language, do it. Do whatever you got to do to get everything God got for you. And don't let nobody box you in on where you worship. Like I said, I'm Delisa New Williams and I'm out. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to this mind-shifting episode on Get Your Ish Together. Make sure you follow me on all social media at Delisa New Williams. Head on over there right now to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review this dope podcast. Make sure you share as well. Also, subscribe to my YouTube channel where you get to see all the Get Your Ish Together, the TV show, every single episode, and get notified before I post it to the world. Remember, family, today is the day God will get the glory out of who? Your story. I am your host, Delisa New Williams, and it's time to be free, y'all. I'm out.